Welcome to Finding Nemo, the musical. Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 147 for the week releasing Monday, February 14th, 2011. It is Valentine's Day. so Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, and uh, so guys out there... Uh, I, I, I don't want to. You're not sweating right now. Yeah, seriously, because <laughs> we're we're releasing this, and you it's better. A little late, guys. A little late. <laughs> I think your significant others will be uh, harping on you there soon. But anyway, uh, this is Adam, and here's Doug. Hey, everybody! This week we are going to take you back to a warmer, more wonderful time, or maybe it's warmer where you're at now. But where we're at, it's frigid. Anyway, we are taking you into Animal Kingdom. And we are going to take you into the, you know what is, what, I never looked this up exactly, the Nemo stage musical. Finding Nemo the musical. Okay, Finding Nemo the musical. So for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, which included me before we went on this latest trip, um, I think you'll be wonderfully refreshed by it. And for those who have seen it, then uh, and if you enjoyed it, which I, I can't imagine that you didn't, um, then you know that you're about to hear something really good. So anyway... Let's uh, move forward. Yeah, we're going to play a little bit like we normally do here on the break and have a little extra from the musical, and then we're going to pipe in after that. So enjoy the little break here. Don't forget, as we release audio podcasts, we also have pictures, videos, and all kinds of different stuff out there. You can go to our website, theseamazingplaces.com, to find that information out We have a Flickr page, we're on YouTube, and you can follow us on Twitter. Or you can go to our website, click on the Book It tab, and we'll help you book vacations. Of course, we don't always have to book the vacation for you, but our advice is there and free to use if you ever need. Welcome to Finding Nemo, the musical. Please remember, there is no smoking inside the theater. For the safety of our performers, absolutely no flash photography or video lights are allowed. We ask that you please turn off all cell phones and pages. Once the show begins, the theatre will be filled with effects and performers in the aisles around you. If for any reason you must leave before the end of the show, please contact one of our ushers who can direct you safely towards an exit. Thank you. Okay, sorry to say I'm not Nemo, but anyway, you heard the little pre-announcement there. You'd be a little dry right now. Yeah. You're out of the water. Just a little. Um, you just so, lay on the floor and flap. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, put Nemo back in the fishbowl. He's dying. <laughs> Adam's got to go in the water. Hurry. <laughs> okay, um, the reason, uh, we'll go into that, you know, we'll go into why they make that announcement, because we we think it's important to obviously give you a little bit of detail into this show, but we do want to make sure that the music speaks for itself because this is one of those shows. We've done this a couple times. Doug and I were talking about it on the dr- on the drive back home from work today, and uh, music can speak for itself, especially the attraction. And this is a great attraction attraction visually, but it is a great attraction from the audio perspective yep. too. And uh, so, anyway, let's just dive into it here. Um, first thoughts I wanted to say is. 
how what's the best way to tour this place? And um, I think the first thing that you need to take into account when you first walk in the parks, grab a times guide, because the times guide tells you what time this show is playing. And depending on the season you go, it may be two or three or four, maybe even five times a day. So uh, check that out and look. It, uh, I think often. Maybe there's sometimes two in the morning, like a 10 o'clock and an 11 o'clock. If I'm trying to think back of the times we've gone. The one we went to was like 10.30 or 11, wasn't yeah. it? You know, I'm going to say, if you have kids, it's hot in the parks if you're in there during a lot of times of the year. And so if you really need a cool-off period, too, this is a great place to go. It's all indoors. It's air-conditioned. It's dark. Uh, I really, I, I mean, it's very restful. Um, but at the same time, it's enjoyable. It really takes you out of the element of the park. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really good for that, too, that, to just kind of relax and enjoy. That's a great idea and good tip that I think they need to consider. Um, so, I don't know, what time maybe the 2 o'clock show would probably yeah, be the best? I would say. Because it's the hottest and, yep. uh, yeah, it's, it's And get there blazing. early. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're coming, let's see, if you're actually, when you actually enter into there, uh, if you're coming out of Asia... You're going to notice that there's actually a rope line, and a lot of times if you're coming out of Asia across the bridge and coming up on it from that direction, you're going to walk probably an extra 100 yards before you get to the end of the rope, and then you round that and come all the way back. Yeah. So you're kind of doubling back. So just remember the easiest way a lot of times is to come through Dino Land and around that area uh, from that direction, and you'll enter right into the roped area. And, it, and if you're new to Disney, Asia is the area where the big mountain expedition Everest is. And uh, so if you're coming from that angle, that's the bad angle but if you're coming from the other angle which is generally either from the front gates or from the dino land area that's the better angle to and, and come into you're not so, going to die yeah if you yeah. come the wrong way but the you know chances are there's people also getting in line uh -huh. and if you're trying to get there early you're going to watch people filing past you through the rope and you don't want to start jumping over the rope or trying to go under it and all that i mean i guess you could do that but yeah yeah i guess it's a little tip there as to Mm -hmm. to uh, how to kind of get ready to line up for the thing. And depending on when you line up for the show, they could have not opened the doors yet, and the right. line could already be long. If you're if you're closer... Now, I know, I think... I don't know when they open the doors. Maybe half an hour before the start time sometimes. It depends on how close the shows are together. But, Probably uh, on how fast, too, the uh, crowd starts to build. Yes. So I'm that's sure true. it's got to take part of it. Also, remember, uh, the, you're out in the complete sun. Uh, when you're waiting in line, there is no covering. Either. Yeah. And so make sure you have some water, stuff like that with you while you're in line, especially for the kids, so that, uh, uh, I don't know, so they're able to enjoy even that little bit of time that you're waiting in line. Yeah. And I think if you get to the close of the front, you are closer to the shaded part of the, like, if you're right up against the doors, I'm pretty sure if the sun's at a certain angle, you will be in the shade. So, But you have to be really close to the building in order to get to that spot and uh not only if you get you show up early and go early you can get to the front row and you can sit in the front row if you show up even halfway through i mean this is a decent sized auditorium but if you show up halfway late you're going to be it i mean they're they're still good seats you know Don't what that's something else i was just going to say if you're way up front it's going to be a lot louder probably but at the same time especially for little kids and even for an adult if you get way up front this this stage is pretty big yeah it's very expansive and so you're it's going to be like a tennis match you're going to be constantly turning your head back and forth trying to mm -hmm. catch what's going on in the whole scene where if you actually are back some you can see everything from you know from one side of the stage to the other by almost without turning your head. Yeah. And so that's an advantage I think 
the only advantage you get to being up closer, you're very close to what's happening. Yeah. To the action. And so that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing at the same time. So, yeah. Um, let's go into the description of what they're actually doing and then yeah. we'll talk about why they close off the aisles. Right. So, um, okay. Well, the, I'll they, just, let's just go into what they are. Basically, you're looking at uh, animated figures, but they're actually puppets, but they're on sticks. This is going to sound very strange when I say they're on sticks and the people are moving them around. So the people that make their voices are actually holding the stick and they can animate the, the figure that they're holding uh, by doing different things, uh, things that they have to operate it, just as you would like a string puppet. Mm -hmm. But instead of you holding it like a marionette from above, you're actually working it from down below. And uh, you would think it would be very distracting having this person there, but it's absolutely not. They did such a good job mm -hmm. on the backdrop, how the backdrop falls, and where it falls in height compared to where the, the stick, the figure is being held up in the air, and where the person falls at on the stage, you find yourself drawn to the, the figure and not the person. Yeah. And so it's very easy to get into the groove uh, of watching these things move around yeah. and not really paying attention to the people that are there. The other thing is the performer is actually dressed in kind of like this tight outfit that's colored in a way that almost looks like water and then on the top it's kind of pinkish. It's very neutral and it works in with the Oh, right, definitely. The so it's almost like they are a part of the ocean floor and you really don't you, you find yourself just paying attention to the puppets rather than actually the people and the people are all actually really singing and really speaking and the they parts. they're really acrobats too. I yeah. mean, some of them do mm -hmm. incredible things. And uh, so their sounds, sound is coming directly from them. It's a live experience. It's not lip sync. It's nothing puppetry from like a recorded Britney Spears show. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that's true. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh -huh. um, but just uh, just know that, and it's it, it's one of those performances that you really have to go see. Um, now, if you if you're interested, I I already actually there's a lot of live photos already out there from not a lot, but several from my past trips th right. of this show on our Flickr, and uh, you can see what I'm talking about, and you can of course Google it or look it up. But anyway, our Flickr, of course, we want to try to cover all the attractions. But you can you can get a feel for it there. But it's also cool too because some of the puppetry uh, requires more than one person. Right. Like the uh, stingray guy is actually on a car, like a cart, like a yeah. tricycle kind of a thing. And uh, well, some of these people are incredible with the stuff that they do. I mean, they're flying around, mm -hmm. and so they're doing a lot of things uh, that are very physical, very athletic. Yeah. On top of holding this puppet and keeping you engaged into that, there's also a good mixture between um, uh, the visuals of let's say electronic. Mm -hmm. Visuals, uh, which would be like you know computerized graphics and stuff like that, uh, along with these live action figures being all over the stage. So it's a good mix between those. And then by the time you throw in incredible sound system in this place, uh, it's actually a really full package. Yeah, I would say it's almost like a 4D environment. Yeah, in a way, times. they're not mm -hmm. throwing things at you, but yeah, but yeah. there's still stuff that's right in your face and going on the entire time, mm -hmm. especially when they begin to move up the aisles. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where the 4D thing comes into it. Yeah. Because they're moving by you. Which is also, goes back to their announcement that we played at the beginning here, that they are using the aisles that you come in on, so they rope those off. You'll have to talk to a cast member nearby if you really need to exit for whatever reason. Um, but uh, they'll, they'll tell you when the right time is. They'll unleash the rope, let you go wherever you need to go, or they'll point you in the right direction. So anyway... Uh, just be um, keep in mind of that that uh, and especially it's it's good you don't necessarily need to sit in the front row in order to see right. them up close because they actually well, do come up. I a think couple with times, little kids so. they might become frightened. Yeah, that these things just moving around. I don't know, but you know it would ruin the what should be a really good experience if you do something like that right off. If they enjoy it a lot, go back and see it again. 
Yeah. When you hear this, you're going to know, hey, this might be great even to go back and see mm-hmm. again. So see it in the back, see it in the middle, see it up front. It doesn't matter. I think you'll enjoy it. So Yeah. One other thought I have, and uh, the fact that this this performance is just, it's original. It's not done from the movie. I mean, the storyline of the movie is in there, but they've wrote songs to sing with and do that. Yeah, these songs are not in the movie. And right. uh, it's, a, it's a Broadway. It literally is. It is a Broadway uh, style version. And seriously, the cost it is to get into the park is let alone almost the cost to just sit and watch this thing. If you went on Broadway. Yeah. You're right. You go see Mary Poppins. So, it's that caliber. It's, of a state show. It's cool, and that's Animal Kingdom is one of those parks that if you don't get those things, yeah, it's a half-day park for those people. But seriously, going to this attraction right away makes the Animal Kingdom a full-day park because of attractions like this. And uh, Festival of the Festival Lion, Lion King, King is another one. Which we reviewed on but, an earlier show. Mm-hmm. I meant to pull that up and look at the number, but just look look through our shows. You'll find it. Mm-hmm. It's probably somewhere in the 80s, 90s, maybe. Yeah. So, do you have any closing thoughts? And no, no. I think this is okay. This all will speak for itself. So, uh, just have a listen, and we'll catch you at the end of the uh, show. Maybe when there's a little applause. All right. Enjoy.
surprise. Me too. Maybe I'll meet a sea turtle and a shark! I know you're excited. Let's take a little pause. Sharks are not our friends, Nemo. Haven't you seen Jaws? What? You don't want to meet a swordfish. You don't want to meet a whale. I want to meet a whale. You need me around to watch your tail in the big blue Thank you, Christmas. 
I need something! I need 
Sometimes the missus. See this little fish? Found it on the reef. Thought he'd make a good present for my niece's birthday on Friday.
mask was the only chance I had of finding my son. Timo! Nemo. His name's Nemo, and I may never see him again. Hey, Mr. Fluffy Gills, life's full of little spills. Don't throw your fins up in disgust. <gasps> oh, what's the use of floating there, not going anywhere? Swish your tail and dive on in.
and uh, small. It's me. <laughs> Alrighty, Mr. Smarty Pants. It's orange and small with white stripes. It's me, and the next one, just a guess. Me. <laughs> okay, that's just scary.
Okay, so there you go, Finding Nemo the Musical. It's a good attraction. Go check it out. Thanks so much for listening. One thing we always want to say is if you enjoy the show, please pass it on to some people you think that will listen to the show, and we're always looking for new listeners. And uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes. Review us on iTunes, please, if you have not done either one of those. We ask that you do. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. We have plenty of videos out there. Check out our website. Uh, check out our Flickr site. We've added hundreds of short videos on there. So come on over and check us out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. See ya.
This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Thanks for listening. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That dude with the big turtle, that dude's voice was incredible, man. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, they have. That'd be pretty talented with the artistic, like, yeah. acting and singing. And that's serious. That's Broadway stuff. Yeah. Caliber. And it's yeah. sitting here and it's like, holy cow. Yeah. Oh, that dude, man. Yeah, I heard his voice. I was like, holy cow, man. His voice is incredible. Now they're saying bye. 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 Bye.